Hey everybody, and welcome to a Genuine Girl podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. Today, I'm going to keep it real with you by talking all about how I have been preparing for this new school year that is ahead of me. I know a lot of you guys are going back to school too, maybe some of you already have, but either way, I've learned a lot over the years about going back to school and this whole season of life. And I wanted to share my personal experiences with all of you. So I hope this episode can get you inspired for the back-to-school season instead of feeling, yeah, you know, not the best about it. Because I know it's kind of hard sometimes to really get excited for back-to-school and get into that positive mindset of wanting to learn again. But trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. So I won't make you wait any longer. Without further ado, let's start talking all about how you can prepare for this school year and get excited about going back to school. Okay, some of you are not going to like me for saying this, Because I feel like whenever I try to give advice or my own experiences, a lot of it all comes down to the same idea of organizing your life. (sighs) I know, not everyone is into organization, but trust me, if you can organize your life before you go back to school, you are going to feel like a rock star when you get back in that classroom and you're like, okay, I have my life together now, I've got the right notebooks, I have the right mindset, I have everything I need. Yeah, okay, maybe you won't say those exact things, but you know what I mean. It just makes you feel better if you're organized and you're on top of things before you go into school. Because then, when the school year starts and, you know, you get off track and get unorganized, then it won't be that bad. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But really, organization in all aspects of your life can be truly beneficial to you, especially as you start a new school year. So I'm going to talk about how you can organize your life in three different ways. The first being academically, the second being socially, and the third being with yourself. And I know that sounds weird, but we'll get into it. So let's start with academically. How can you prepare for the new school year? Well, it just wouldn't be a Genuine Girl podcast episode if I didn't talk a little bit about planning. And the first thing that I tend to think about when I think academics and preparation is, of course, getting a new planner. I know not everyone is into it, but I love planners, and I love getting a brand new planner at the beginning of every school year. There's so many out there that start in like July or August, and they're made for the school year, which I must say is very helpful. Whoever thought of that, great, great invention, or idea, I guess that's Eh, I guess it's an invention. Okay, I'm moving on. I just think about what I say way too much sometimes. But anyways, I always get a new planner before the start of the school year. I have kind of switched off between a lot over the years. I used to not use planners at all, and I thought I could just keep everything in my head and it would be fine, and that was my way of planning. Well, mm, it's not. It's it's not the best thing to do. Let me just tell you, if you are thinking that too, that you can just remember everything in your head, 
first of all, girl, I feel ya, I know what you're going through, but unfortunately, there may be a time when you just can't remember, and if you have a planner or some place to write things down, you're going to feel a lot less stress in your life, let me tell ya. So I know, some people love paper planners, some people love just using the calendar on their phone. I also use that. I mean, I use a paper planner, but I also like to use Google Calendar and iCalendar. I think that's what it's called on the iPhones. Eh, iCal? I don't know. Something like that. The one that comes with your phone. Okay. Anyways, I use it all, but I think there's nothing quite like having a paper planner that you can write in. The other day I just went to Target, woohoo, go Target, and I got a planner there for $15. It was a day designer planner, which I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but it's so nice because it separates your time out by days instead of weeks usually. Um, mine is like daily slash weekly, I don't know, it's kind of weird, but it was so... I mean, so worth it. I'm going to use it all year, and of course there are so many more expensive ones online. I actually did one year get an expensive day designer that was 50 or $60. I did not use it nearly as much as I was planning to because the format just didn't end up working for me. This is kind of a different format, but um, you just have to find what works for you. That's basically the moral of the story here. <laughs> and sometimes that might take some experimenting, but I would recommend if you are on a budget like me to go somewhere like Target or Office Depot or Office Max and look at the planner selection and see what works for you and start with a cheap one. And if you don't like it, you can get another. So planners, that was a long rant about planners. That's the first thing I always do to start my year off on a positive note, but I don't just get my planner and not do anything with it until school starts. I love filling out my planner before the school year begins because a lot of times I'll get emails from professors and I'll get class syllabi, is that the plural of syllabus? Ugh, sounds weird, but you know what I mean. I get those in advance sometimes and I will have dates, like on my computer that I can put into a planner and so I would highly recommend as soon as you get your class information or any sort of dates for organizations or anything you're involved in, write that stuff down in your planner because otherwise you might forget once school starts it's gonna get hectic it will you don't think so until it happens and it all hits you at once but I guess I've just been in this long enough to kind of expect it, but honestly, I still am hit hard every time with a brutal reality of going back to school. Okay, it's not brutal. Ugh, I feel like I'm on caffeine or something, but I'm not. I've only drank water today, so that's pretty good. Anyways, I write down stuff as soon as I get the information. I write down dates. I write down when my tests are going to be. I write down all sorts of things like that when my final exams are going to be just so I have it all in one place and I don't have to go around my different syllabus, syllabi, ugh. Anyway, <laughs> and look for all of that. So I do that in my planner. Very fun, very relaxing for me at least. <laughs> just makes me feel good. And 
after that, you know, I will do some school supply shopping before school starts. Now, school supply shopping is, I, it's so hard to give advice on that because how many school supplies you need and what school supplies you need, it is so different for every person. It totally depends on your classes. And so in the past, I've done different things. Some, some years I've gotten everything before school starts. Other years I've waited until school starts to get a lot of my stuff. But I'd say if there are things you know you're going to need, like notebooks or textbooks, like get those before school starts because it does save a lot of stress from once school starts having to go over there and try to get through the crowds of people and go through the slim pickings of stuff. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you got to do it, but I'd say school supply shopping, get what you need. But if you aren't sure about certain things, I don't know. It's, it's really your call, but I tend to get what I know I need. And then once school starts, I'll kind of go from there. And if I need anything else, I'll get it accordingly. Amazon is also a great resource I've found if you don't want to go into the packed stores and try to beat the crowds. Love Amazon. So that's just what I do with academics. I really try to get myself organized with my planner. I try to get the school supplies I need. And I think also getting a good backpack is a great thing. I really would recommend investing in a high quality backpack that will last you for a long time. Sometimes they might be an investment, but I promise it will be worth it when you don't have to buy a new backpack every single year. So I personally have a Vera Bradley backpack because I love the designs and I'm girly like that. And don't get me wrong, it's good quality, it's really pretty and nice and it has a lot of different compartments. I have had a couple that have broken on me after a while. Um, I had one that was like a defective backpack, but overall it's been pretty good. I would say I, I recommend Vera Bradley if you're looking for something cute and something that is high quality and will look nice. I mean, I don't know if it lasts quite as long as one like I've heard a lot about North Face backpacks. I think those seem to be really big right now and really good quality. So if I need a new backpack, I might go there next. But I love Vera Bradley for the cute designs and it's they just have really pretty stuff. So that's the backpack I have. I also have learned, especially in college, having a backpack that has like a laptop compartment has been huge for me because I carry around my laptop every single day and having it in its own little compartment is really nice. It protects it. It just makes life a lot easier because it separates that from all of my books and everything else. So if you're looking for a backpack, I would definitely recommend that. I don't know how I would go without it. Um, honestly, the more compartments for me, the better, <laughs> just because I have more space to organize my stuff. And I also love having a water bottle holder too on the side. I know a lot of backpacks these days don't have those, but I carry my water bottle around with me everywhere. I have a hydro flask. I know I'm basic, but it's really good. <laughs> I would highly recommend. It is another investment, but it has lasted me a long time, and I know I'm going to keep using it, honestly, probably throughout the rest of college. I hope it works for me that long, but I don't see any problems coming up with it, so get a good water bottle. Get a good backpack that can hold it. 
and you'll be set. You'll just be ready to go. I kind of got off on a tangent there that I didn't mean to go off on, so I'm going to get to my next point now. But if you have any other questions about that, just let me know. I'm happy to chat more. So secondly, I think another big part of preparing for school is not just the academics, but the social piece. I, I mean, yes, you're going to school to learn and you're going to school for school, but I think a lot of people tend to just talk about academics when it comes to preparing for school. And in reality, I think there's a lot more to it. So for the social piece, I think, you know, it's it's just so weird because over summer, a lot of times we don't talk to the same people we talk to at school, or at least I don't, um, because in college, a lot of my friends don't live in the same state as me, and I can't just go visit them and hang out with them every day during the summer. I mean, if you're in high school, it's different, but um, college, at least for me, it's harder to hang out with people that I know from school. And so... Before I go back to school, I really like to reach out to people who I know and who, I mean, obviously my friends I tried to stay in touch with all summer, but I really try to reach out and um, I definitely am trying to get better at it. It's not something I've always been the best at, maybe because I'm more introverted and I don't feel comfortable doing that all the time, but I think whether it's your friends or not, like reaching out to people you know are going to be in one of your classes, for example, or you know they go to your school but you haven't talked to them in a while. Like, I would reach out to them before the school year starts if you can, just because, like I said, once school starts, it's going to get crazy and you won't have time to think about reaching out to people as much as you'd like, as sad as it is to say. (laughs) With everything else going on, it's just going to be hard to do that. So reach out now, reach out early so that once school starts and you're in the craziness of everything, you're not going to be trying to juggle talking to all of these people and reaching out and catching up and all of your schoolwork and all of that. If you can get a head start on the social piece, then I think you should. It's a good idea. I don't know. I've liked doing that too because it gets me kind of excited to go back and see everybody again and hang out and uh, I, I can also start making plans early which I think I think it's good to make some social plans before school starts if you want but I mean I wouldn't get too carried away either because at least in college you never know how crazy life is gonna get until it happens to you and Your classes are going to kick into gear pretty quickly, and you might not have as much time as you'd like to go out and be social with everyone. So I'd say, yeah, if you want, like, I like to make a couple plans, like to get lunch with an old friend the first week of school, or to have a little get-together with a lot of your girlfriends, like, that could be something fun to do, but I wouldn't go crazy trying to make plans every single night or anything. I mean, okay, that's just me. I sound like a grandma. You know what? You do you, but for me personally, I try to have it all in balance and make a few plans, but also just see what the beginning of school brings because I don't want to stretch myself too thin. Does that make sense? I don't know. I hope so. I just feel like I'm rambling sometimes and I hope people are still with me. (laughs) But anyways, I think 
that's really all there is to the social piece. I think just reaching out to people before school starts and making a couple plans if you want with the people who you really want to see. I think there's no harm in doing that and everybody's in the same boat of getting back into school and dealing with getting back into classes and all of the homework and everything else that comes along with it. So everyone understands each other. And if you just make the effort to reach out and start making those plans, I think it really says a lot and people will remember you for that too. So that's all I have to say on the social piece. I think the third piece though, which I'm saving it for last because I do think it might be the most important, at least to me, is preparing yourself. <laughs> I That sounds weird because you're probably like, well, I'm preparing myself socially, academically, what else do I have to prepare myself for? But I think, honestly, you have to prepare yourself for taking care of yourself. <laughs> I think it's something that is so overlooked when you prepare for a new school year or really anything in your life. Like, it's hard to prepare for taking care of yourself. It's hard to think about taking the time for self-care and that's why so many people don't do it because they don't think of it as something you have to prepare for. So I think before going into the school year, whether you're in high school or college, you really have to prepare and give yourself some time and plan out time when you can take care of yourself. Whether that is figuring out a workout schedule, if you go to a gym that has classes, looking at the class schedule and putting times on your calendar around your classes, whether it's just buying a few books that you've been wanting to read for fun or getting some face masks and having a little stash of them for self-care nights. I mean, whatever you like to do to take care of yourself and treat yourself, I think you need to plan for it and prepare for it before school starts because trust me, once school does start, it's going to be so hard to actually think about planning self-care days or self-care nights or whatever it may be. I know that I've talked about this before in some of my podcasts, but first semester of freshman year, I struggled a lot with taking time for myself and I thought that it was all academics and I was at college because I wanted an education and obviously school is still my number one priority, but I really think that taking care of yourself and your health well, it really is equally important. I'd say for me now, it's right up there with school as a priority because I realized that if I, when I wasn't taking care of myself, my academics suffered, my health and well-being suffered, like every other aspect of my life was not good. And so this year going in, I definitely am making sure to plan for that and give myself things to look forward to, whether that's workout classes or face masks or books. I mean, those are just a few examples I was giving. I mean, even writing down a few Netflix shows that you want to start watching and having those all ready for when you need a self-care night. Like, just planning that stuff out really does make a difference. Um, And even just getting a new wardrobe. I know that's not 
easy, <laughs> especially if you're like me and you're needing some help in the money department. I think all college students can relate, but if you need new clothes, go shopping for new clothes if that makes you feel good. Obviously, look in your closet first, be realistic about it, but if you need some clothes, if you need to give yourself a little makeover or whatever, get it done and do it before school starts because you're going to go into the year feeling so much more confident in yourself and you'll just feel a little more at ease knowing that you've done things to prepare yourself to take care of yourself. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I got to say about that. And Finally, going along with that, I think doing all of this, not just taking care of yourself, but taking care of yourself academically and socially as well, can really help you get in the right mindset when you go back to school. I mean, whether you want to be there or not to learn, whatever your reasons are for being at school, I honestly think it's so important to get in a positive mindset before the year starts if you want to have a good time and have a good experience at school. I mean, it's happening to you whether you like it or not, and I just try to be grateful no matter what that I'm going to school and that I'm going to college. I mean, it's such an amazing opportunity that I have, and I want to make the most of it, and I want to look at the glass half full and look at things with a positive mindset. Whether I'm excited or not about certain classes or certain things in my life, like I'm looking at it positively and wanting the best for me and for everyone there. And I think putting that positive energy out will help you get that same energy in return. I know I'm getting a little deep, but you, I don't know. I just feel like having a positive mindset really does go so far. Because if you have a negative mindset all of the time toward everything, you just are going to make yourself miserable. And yeah, even if I, I get negativity sometimes because I do like to be realistic, I don't want to say that everything is always great and positive and butterflies and rainbows because it's not and that's okay and sometimes you have to be negative and just look at things realistically, but if you can at least try to make the most out of a negative situation, you'll just make your life unnecessarily difficult. So that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I have very strong feelings about that if you can't tell. And I don't mean to offend anyone, obviously. I feel like I have to say that. Like, you do you, of course. But I just feel like for me personally and my experiences, it has helped me a lot to look at things positively whenever I can, even in bad situations. It really helps. So if you can do that, I think you're really on the road to a great school year. And I think, honestly, having a good year really does rely a lot on your preparation and what you do beforehand going in. Because once you get there, it's hard. Trust me, I, I, it's possible, of course. I've been able to turn things around, but it took me a while, in college at least, to figure out where I was going wrong and what I needed to do to fix things. I couldn't do it until 
I was on winter break and I had time to really think about preparing for the next semester. It was so hard for me to make changes and make my life better in the middle of all of the craziness. So anything you can do to prepare will really help you and save you so much time and stress in the long run. So I hope this kind of made you excited or at least motivated to have a good school year. I'm really excited and I think it'll be a great year for all of us. So if you have any other questions about my experiences or any other tips or tricks that you've found to work for you in preparing for the school year, I would love to chat more and hear your thoughts on the episode. So if you don't already, please be sure to follow me on social media. I'm at One Genuine Girl, all spelled out, on Instagram and Facebook. And obviously, if you haven't already, I would really appreciate a review and a rating on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to my podcast. It really makes a huge difference and means so much to me. So anything else you need, feel free to reach out. I'm always around to chat. And I'm wishing the best of luck to all of you as you start the new school year. You got this, and my podcast is not going anywhere, so every Sunday there's a new episode. Wherever you are listening right now, you'll be able to find it. So I will talk to you guys next Sunday. Have a great week, and until next time, stay genuine, girl.